Today on episode number 632 of the School of Podcasting, I've got a cool free tool that will help you boost your subscriptions. And we've got an interview with Marcus Couch. He was rejected 20 times trying to do a podcast for the Chicago Bulls, how he finally turned no into yes. And we're going to talk about the importance of focus groups. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and get you on the road to not just podcasting, but podcasting in the right direction, the headache-free the direction, the not having to mortgage my house to buy equipment direction. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and you can save on either a monthly or yearly subscription or buy a course a la carte. And of course, all of those come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And today... I want to tell you about a toy that might, if you're into it, help you get subscribers. And if you're brand new to podcasting, look, ratings and reviews are fun. They're social proof. But what I really want are subscribers. And I'm going to tell you about that right after this. If you look at your calendar, you now have less than a month to sign up at Podcast Engineering School. This, of course, is led by the one and only Chris Curran. He just celebrated 100 episodes over at podcastengineeringschool.com. And he's also a guy that's had clients such as Forbes, Dun & Bradstreet, Johnson & Johnson. You can't get much bigger than that. And it starts September 18th. And what it is, is you have two-hour sessions every week. It starts September 18th through October 30th. You get two-hour classes, and they're live. They are recorded, so if you can't make one, you can still see it, but it's really, really cool. It's live. It's interactive, and you also get two mentoring sessions with Chris, but one before and then one later, and uh, it's really cool. You get major, and I mean major discounts on software and plugins, and I just went through week five, and I got to see this thing called Isotope RX that is like, it's like butter. It's also like really expensive, but because of my association with podcast engineering school, I get it almost half off. It's insane. When you're done, you're going to have a certificate of completion. That'll look good on the resume. And you basically, it's just amazing how you go through and you can suck into Chris's knowledge on his workflow. And I know this week coming up, we're going to get into like the business end of that. So if you want to learn to engineer and produce podcasts at a professional level, And then earn a great living, whether that's part-time or full-time. Or if you like, just look, I just want to make my own stuff sound better. You got to check it out. Podcastengineeringschool.com. Again, classes start September 18th. Get over there now before it's full. I'm loving it. I'm learning a whole bunch of stuff. Podcastengineeringschool.com. Thank you, Chris, for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. We all want more subscribers, and I found a tool I've been playing with. If you want to check it out, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash slick text. Now, for the record, that is an affiliate link, but that's not why I'm recommending it, and I'll explain why I'm recommending it here in a second. But here's what it is. It's 
it allows me, this is what I wanted to do because I, I don't know about you. I don't want people sending me marking material on my phone. I'm, I'm like, no, thank you. And I don't want to be seen as somebody who keeps spamming me stuff on my phone. All I want to do is have my subscribe link one click away. Now you can always do that by going to school slash subscribe, but I like this. It's a little more interactive. Oh, and another thing, you can try it for free. So here's what you do. You basically go over and you sign up and you can get what's called a text word. Now I keep calling it a keyword, but my word is simply SOP. And so if you want to test this out, if you text SOP to 31996 and I checked 31996 spells. So it doesn't really spell anything. So yeah, uh, text SOP to 31996. What it will do is immediately turn around and say, hey, thanks for texting me. Here's a link to subscribe in Apple Podcasts and a link to subscribe in Google Podcasts. And it says, and if you want, if you want a free gift, uh, send me your email. You don't have to. And if you do, it'll then give you a free little gift, which is kind of cool. And so I looked at this and I'm like, okay, what are the pros of this? Well, I can try it for free. And my always worry is, hey, I just told you to text SOP to 31996. What happens if like, I don't know, a month from now I decide to like, I'm not using that. Well, I can always revert back to a free account. And so the fact that this is now burned into this episode, I'm okay with that. Uh, Some other things, if you wanted to, you could capture people's email addresses. You could also double opt in. So if you want people to like, hey, thanks for texting me. Are you sure? Did you like, but subscribe to me? No. Okay, fine. You can also upgrade to a paid program. Their free program allows you to send 50 messages. And so I'm like, okay, because I'm not sure a lot of people are going to use this, but I'm like, only one way to find out. And uh, if you do go up to the paid program, which is $29 a month, and you can actually, if you have a bunch of messages left over, well, then those actually roll over to the next month. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool because most things with anything phone, there's no rollover in many, many cases. And so, like I say, the the first paid version, you get 500 texts a month and you get two words. So if you had two podcasts, you could have SOP and then another one or whatever one you want to use. And so I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Again, I don't know that I'm going to be sending a lot of messages. I don't plan on it. But if you do want to do that, you your unused messages roll over. You can upgrade and downgrade anytime. Now, this again, consider the source here. I see this as somebody who does presentations in front of groups on a regular basis, having my last slide say, for more information, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe or just text SOP to 31996. And what's great about that, this is easy to tell if it's working or not. So I like the fact that if I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to upgrade to the $29 plan this month. And then after that, go back to the, the free plan. Or maybe I need a ton of text. You can actually go up to $49 a month and that's a thousand texts. Plus you get four text words and all sorts of other fun things. So it's it's interesting. Now, what are the cons of this? All right, here's the cons. It only works in the US and Canada. So it's not that I don't care about you folks in the UK and Australia and things like that. And it, it is kind of a bummer, but I then looked at my stats. And for me, again, consider your source, my audience is 76% U.S. and Canada. So I was like, wait, I can have a free tool that may prompt people 
to subscribe. All right, I'm worth spending no money to do that. Another con is a lot of people listen to podcasts in the car. And I don't want people trying to text while you're in the car. I don't want you texting anything, you know, but for me, again, consider your source. I walk around the neighborhood a lot. That's how I get my I work from home and I walk around a lot. I, and any, if I'm washing the dishes, if I'm vacuuming, I'm always listening to podcasts. My phone is always in my back pocket. It's not in a holder in the car or someplace where I can't text. So I'm always that super close to my phone, but I realize not everybody is. And another one for me, I'm at the gym and I'm usually on a treadmill. So my phone is right in front of me. Now, if you're a person that lifts weights at the gym, it's not, but how am I going to know if this works or not? There's only one way to tell. And the fact that I can go back and do this and go back to free, I was like, all right, let's give this a shot. So if you're right now, if you are not a follower of me on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, you can follow me for free in the software. Simply text SOP to 31996. If you want to check this out, the other thing that I I really like about it that I was like, because I always want to tell, well, is this worth it or not? is I can actually go in to the dashboard and I can see analytics. And right now I can see that I've been using this about a week at this point. I've had 17 people. No, I've I've had 20 people uh, try this out. Three people have opted out. Oh, that's the other thing I love about this. If for some reason somebody subscribes to me and they want out, all they have to do is text stop. So I'm not spamming people. All you have to do, and it shows them that when they sign up. So they don't have to do that. But I can see I've got some people in New Jersey, Tennessee, New York, Indiana, Ohio, uh, Maine, Delaware, Georgia, and Kentucky. And I've had 13 people click on my link to Apple Podcasts, and I've had one person click on the link to Google Podcasts. Now, I've only been using the email thing about, I don't know, two days And in that time, I've captured one email. Uh, Like I say, if you want to, you can capture birthday stats and you can do double opt-ins. I'm not doing that. You can also, if you wanted to, put a form on your website so people could sign up on your website to be texted. To me, I'm like, okay, isn't it just easier to, I guess, well, whatever. You can do that. And then they give you a little map so I can see that Ohio is, is really green and California and things of that nature. If you ever wanted to, if you decide, hey, I'm actually gonna use text as a marketing tool, you can actually go in and say, Hey, I only want to send people a text in Texas. Cause I'm doing a meetup or something like that. So it's pretty interesting. I'll have a link to a video that I made that shows you the back end. Just go out to school of podcasting.com slash six, three, two. And if you want to try it out yourself, go over to school of podcasting.com slash slick text. There are times when we try things, right? I just got done talking about trying a new thing with uh, slick text, but there are times when you try things, you reach out and you're not sure if it's going to work or not. And it might sting a little. I reached out to my local newspaper when I got inducted into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. And I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going into the Hall of Fame. And uh, you know what they said? Sorry, we're closed. And I was in an event in Cleveland, and one of the people there that was learning how to podcast 
was somebody who used to work for a newspaper. And I said, hey, how do you like pimp yourself to a newspaper? And she said, oh, they don't really care about you. But since podcasting super hot, maybe you could say, hey, there's, you know, 500,000 podcasts now on Apple Podcasts and it's really, really hot. Oh, and by the way, one of the local people is actually getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I, I went back and tried that. Sorry. Then I found a, a local blogger and sorry. And each time I was trying a, what I thought was a new and better approach. And I finally got this local blog that actually has a PDF and a print kind of thing. And I was like, oh, cool. And I left them a message and they actually called me back and they said, oh, this is exciting. Great. Uh, I'm glad to know that we have a, a podcaster in our backyard. This is awesome. And uh, sorry, we're closed. Now, am I kind of bummed about that? A little bit. Sure. But you know what else is coming up? September 30th is International Podcasting Day. And I'm going to go pimping myself to the local morning news channels to say, hey, did you know it's International Podcast Day? And oh, by the way, I'm in the freaking Hall of Fame. Anybody? <laughs> we'll see what happens. You got to keep swinging that bat. And today I am going to share a story about my buddy Marcus Couch. I've known Marcus since literally 2005. We go all the way back to the pod show days back in the day. He did the scene zine. I did the musician cyber cooler. You can hear him on a couple podcasts. He's on uh, WordPress plugins A to Z and he's got a new one coming out. And so he had been, he's a member of the school of podcasting and he had been talking about some troubles he was having in the uh, Facebook group there for private members. And we're all looking into it. And uh, one day I was doing, I do a show on Saturday morning where you can kind of call in. It's called ask the podcast coach. And it was myself and Jim Cullison from the average guy.tv. And uh, here Marcus popped in on his laptop and uh, we'll hear some of that conversation. So how did this whole Chicago thing go down? Okay, so this is, like I said uh, to you in the, ask the, or in the uh, School of Podcasting group, this is something I've been trying to do for five years. Okay, this is one of those things that I just, we hear about, and I just want to think five years of, sorry, 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 we're closed. And one, I could never find a good co-host to do it. I mean, it, it just, I never found, especially living here in California, you're not going to find that. Right? The second thing, I always wanted to tie in some sort of a sponsorship thing to it. And third, I got imposter syndrome because I'm like, I am not a sports podcast mm -hmm. by any stretch. You would chat, you would ask me like, is this official? It is official in the sense that it's a official fan podcast, uh, Okay, but it is still sanctioned by the team. Okay. They have their own in terms of podcasts, but it's the announcers. It's like the radio announcers do it, right? So really, it's not really a podcast. It's just radio announcers editing an MP3 together, right? But so here's how I did it. The team told me no four times. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry. We're closed. And I went, okay, that's fine. I'm going to find out how your bread is buttered. So I went to every one of their sponsor partners and said, here's what I got. I don't even have a show, but here's the concept and here's the idea. And here's how we can work your sponsorship message into the content. Ooh. And I finally found one that's a major uh, pizza company in Chicago. And they said, yeah, let's do it. Hooray! Follow the money. Hey, uh, Marcus, when you say sanctioned or approved, mm -hmm. what, so do you have like, do you have that like uh, in, in 
you know, on a, on a letter? Yeah. Do you have, how's that? So that you've got some official what, documentation from them saying yeah. what you can and can't do. Yes. It, it is part of an advertising package that this sponsor put myself into the bundle as part of the actual sponsorship mm-hmm. package. Wow. So the vendor said, Hey, we'll do this. Right. We'll, hey, Chicago Bulls, we're going to give you some money, but we want you to approve the, this podcast that we're also sponsoring right. is going to be a part of it and you're going to approve it. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like, I, I can't get them to, uh, you know, I, super good it's, it's like a co-signer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, Hey, you all right, you want to prove me? Yeah. What, it's you, like you said, what butter's your bread, right? It's, it's you like they're those dollars are so much more valuable to them. And, and rightly so this, side gig podcast thing they can't control you right they don't right they don't know but when the vendor is like hey it's important to the vendor and they're going to you know that sponsor and they want this as a part of it yeah now that makes sense their ad budget for just this season was 3.5 million dollars wow putting me in the mix doesn't mean anything no no and it and it actually takes the liability off them and puts it on the on the sponsor and so they and they have some control that way and lawyers can have those conversations they don't have to deal with you directly they, if you had problems with you, they're going to go back through the sponsor and say, Hey, you're a podcaster guy. And the lawyers will have to call you from, you know, the sponsor. So that makes sense. It's a good way to do it. Wow. I never thought of. Well, I didn't yeah. either for four years. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm tired of these guys saying no to me. Yeah. And that's well, okay. First of all, though, the fact that you did it for four years yeah. is pretty amazing. Most people would say, First, no, I'm out. Right. And you kept asking, How many times do you think you asked in four years? 20. And again, just want to pop in here. He said two, zero, 20. Is it how long is the terms for and how, how did that work out? In other words, is there a start and an end? And what are you there, held to legally? There's a start, but there's no end. Okay, so good. And until they say, don't do it anymore, then that's fine. Then I'll just go to the next sponsor. Right? Yeah. I've got plenty. <laughs> there were more than one that said yes after I put the package together, too. Oh, wow. Okay. And it is a pizza company. Mm-hmm. And, um, big chain and uh, what's nice is they're also going to give me uh 10 vouchers per game that i can actually give pizzas away to fans nice nice well that's that's a good it's a good model Mm -hmm. i never dreamed i would ever be a sports podcaster and listening back to it i can't believe that i'm talking at like warp 10 during (laughs) Yeah, it'll it'll slow down as you do as you do more. Yeah. When so when do you start? When does and how I'm are you? Oh, it's already you're already in. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how many are you doing it weekly then, or after sh- after games or what? We got we just pushed out episode number two. We've been getting really good feedback. I I actually for a co-host. All right, I want to pop in here. Think about this. Marcus has already said. Look, he he used to live in Chicago. That's why he's doing the show now. He lives in California. And he's already said, I'm not really kind of a sports guy. Uh, I mean, I love the Bulls, but check this out. I uh, did what a lot of bands actually do, which is a lot of them go and look on YouTube for their guitarist or their drummer or whatever. I went to find a guy that had thousands of subscribers already and that was already talking about the content. Yeah. So frankly, right now, my co-host on YouTube is completely carrying the load in terms of generating the audience to us. Right. Another thing. Does he know that? Yeah. 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 Okay. He's cool with it. So think about this. Marcus has the passion. He has the sponsor. He just needs an audience. 
And he goes to YouTube and finds somebody with thousands of followers. I think that's a brilliant idea. The other thing that surprised me is this is a podcast audience unlike anything I've experienced. Like, everybody's got an opinion, right? (laughs) And even, like, there are people that leave comments, uh, 15 comments as they're listening to the show or, or watching the video on YouTube of us doing the show. And so that's something I wasn't really expecting out of the gate was so many comments from everybody. What's your, uh, what's your website, Marcus? Bullspodcast.com. Wow. There you go. Doesn't get How much is easier. that still available? Yeah. Because I held on to it for six okay. years. <laughs> All right. You bought it. You bought it a long time ago. And then is your, is your sponsor, your primary sponsor promoting you and, and not yet. So, okay. We're so early into yeah. it. Since you have a co-host, how did you guys deal with the like, okay, if this thing makes money, you know. Yeah, we're set. We're done with that. We, we've already got that situated in terms of uh, what our agreements are and things like that. So, yeah, we're square in that. My favorite Marcus Couch story before he leaves was Uh-oh. this is back in the days of Pod Show, and oh. they had all these affiliate links. And I don't know if they had a contest or if it was a public contest or not. But yeah, it was like, see, yeah. see who could have the most sales or whatever. And of course, we're competing against a guy named Adam Curry. And the guy that won the contest, that's right. Marcus Couch. He beat the podfather, man. I was like, yeah, don't mess with Marcus, man. He knows his stuff. I like it. And he's in California. Look at that sunshine behind him. You can just tell he's outside. It's sunny. It's not going to rain for yeah. another four or five years. And uh... <laughs> it all burned down by then. <laughs> So after 20 times of being turned down, the fun thing was Marcus was smart enough not to put any kind of NBA or any kind of logos in his artwork. And he got rejected twice by Apple with no real explanation. And then finally they put him in. So here again, my dad used to tell me where there's a will, there's a way. And the one way to, that is guaranteed, the easiest way for you to lose your audience is to quit. You quit, you're done, that's it. If you keep swinging at it, what is it, uh, the whole rock, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get back up. Yeah, Adrian. It's that whole thing. So you working on anything right now? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm considering some options. I'm trying to uh, figure out what's next. Oh, no, that's great. I, you know, I am just so tired of going on dates where I have to listen to guys go on and on about how they're turning their Twitter feeds into blogs, their blogs into books, and their books into Twitter feeds. It's exhausting. <sighs> Stop pretending that your podcast is work, right? Right. <laughs> That's from the very first season of Orange is the New Black. I think the new season is eventually coming back to Netflix. But I want to remind you about the August question of the month. If you haven't sent it in, you got to get it in quick because we need it by next Friday, which is the 24th, because it'll be coming out next week. The question of the month is, have you ever gone to any podcast events? And if so, was it worth it? I'm just going to leave it open and like that. Was it worth it? Would you go back? And uh, speaking of podcast events, I should mention, especially for Podcast Mid-Atlantic, that's the next one I will be at. And uh, you want to buy your tickets if you haven't You want to get those in like right now, basically. This is in uh, basically the Philadelphia area. It's in September 7th and 8th. So that's right around the corner. And Joe is ordering the t-shirts for that. So if you want a t-shirt, run and do not walk to podcastminatlantic.com 
and buy your tickets today. And I will also be in Cleveland. If you're going to be at Content Marketing World, I'll be working a booth there with the one and only previously mentioned Rob Walsh. And so I'll be going doing back-to-back conferences. I'll be driving from Cleveland to Philly, where I'll be speaking on the 8th at uh, Podcast Mint Atlantic. So go over to your computer, record your answer to the question of the month. Would you go back to a podcast event if you've been to one? You know, was it worth it is basically what I'm asking. Email those to Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com or go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. There are plenty of ways to contact me that way. If you're going to email me again, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com, just put August question in the title of the email and I look forward to hearing from you. Really? A podcast? Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. But I uh, wanted to share one other little thought here. I, I did this. We have a private Facebook in the School of Podcasting, and I shared this, and it's not really my idea, but I expanded on it. And, you know, people talk about how many downloads should I have, and a lot of people now, we're going to be talking again in the future a little bit about your podcast launch. We're also going to have Danny Pena. I was in Columbus this weekend with Danny Pena, Gamertag Radio. Holy cow. I can't, it was amazing. Danny is basically the king of all gaming podcasts. And he took me to an arena, an arena of people watching people play video games. It was amazing. And he shares some insights into what he's been up to. So that's coming in a future episode. I've also got gear reviews that I got to get cut up on. And, um, but I, I wanted to share this. I shared this in the School of Podcasting private Facebook group. And I said, you know, Rob Walsh, who is the vice president of Libsyn, uh, vice president of, um, I should finish his title there, vice president of podcaster relations. And um, he often uses the story when it comes to marketing your podcast, because people are like, oh, should I get Facebook groups? Should I do this? Should I, how should I promote my show? And obviously you should always promote your show. But I, I really think one of the things that is potentially missing is if you've ever watched The Profit on CNBC, they always get a focus group, but I don't think we're really getting focus groups and that's fine. There's no rule that says you have to, but before you go spending money on promoting your show, maybe, maybe you should make sure you've got the right product. So Rob always brings up the Lone Ranger, the movie, and this was out a few years ago, but they spent a ton of money on it and the sixth sense. And so I dug in a little deeper on this example and the the deeper I got, just the better an example it is. And so this is mine. This is not Rob's. I say, how many downloads you get? You ready for the equation? It's the value in the episode multiplied by the amount of smart promotion. That equals your total downloads. And so, and I've always said, podcast promotion boils down to this. Identify who your audience is, determine what content they want to hear, Create content that will inspire them to tell a friend. In other words, I don't know, it's good. Uh, Go to where your target audience is, make friends with them, and bring value to every conversation, and listen for future ideas that you might use in episodes. Oh, and then finally tell them about your show, because by then they'll know, like, and trust you, and they'll actually listen to your show. And so my advice before starting to promote your show, again, is to get someone who's not named mom to listen to your show. And so keep in mind, the best marketing will not save bad content. Case in point, name me anybody that's not Carrie Underwood or Kelly Clarkson 
that was one of American Idol winners. Because I know I can, like, Chris Daughtry actually didn't win. Uh, there was the one guy that had the big chin. But most of the American Idol winners, right? Lots of promotion. Maybe not exactly the talent. Not that they were untalented, but you know what I mean. So I looked up The Lone Ranger, this movie. The film grossed $260 million worldwide against an estimated $225 to $250 million production budget and an additional, and again, these are just numbers, that $150 million marketing it. So that's a total of $400 million. That, that means they basically lost approximately $10 million. Now, I realize if you spend $400 million and you only lost ten, maybe that's okay. But let's look at the sixth sense. And this is all from Wikipedia, by the way, so take it for what it's worth. The film had a production budget of approximately $40 million plus $25 for prints and advertising. And so that's 65 million. It grossed 26.6 million in its opening weekend and spent five weeks at number one. Think about that with, with today's movies. Of course, this was back in the day, but 26 million in its opening weekend and spent five weeks at number one in the U S it earned remember 65 millions to make it. It earned in the United States and a worldwide gross of $672,806,292. It cost them 65 and they made 672. That's a pretty good uh, return on that. Ranking 35th on the list of box office money earners in the U.S. as of April 2010. And so I say this because everybody who walked out of the sixth sense, hey, probably turned right around and saw it again. If you've never seen that movie, it's great, and I'm not going to spoil it. But they also told their friends, because I know I did, and I was also one of the few people that saw The Lone Ranger, because at the time, my ex-wife loved Johnny Depp, and who doesn't, because he's just dreamy. But even Johnny Depp couldn't save that movie. It was horrendous. I'm picturing there's a warehouse somewhere with a bunch of Happy Meal Lone Ranger stuff that nobody wants. So a thought before you go promoting your show, you might want to make sure your content is going to resonate with your audience. Because promoting a show that brings no value will only allow the world to know your show should be avoided sooner than later. And if you want help with that, I've got two ways. If you're on a tight budget, go over to podcastrodeoshow.com. But if you want a really good value, a better, and I know you're like, but Dave, that's only five bucks. I know it's only five bucks. If you want a really good value, you can get two podcast consultants for 99 bucks. Go to podcastreviewshow.com. This is myself, who's got 13 years in podcasting, Eric K. Johnson, who's got 30 years in radio. We go over your audio. We go over your content. We go over your flow. We go over your website for 99 bucks. You can't beat it. Check it out. Podcastreviewshow.com. So as we wrap things up today, we're kind of talking about trying and trying new things. I'm trying a new way of getting people to subscribe. Simply text SOP to 31996. We, we learned from Marcus Couch that if you can't get through the front door, Maybe go around the back door and ask a sponsor. I love that idea. 
and then use the power of the sponsor to influence the official podcast or company that you're trying to get their attention. In other words, follow the money. Again, check him out, bullspodcast.com. And another thing you might try is a focus group. Find your target audience and get them to listen to your show and give you honest feedback so that you can figure out, hey, I'm putting in all this work and stuff. Is my product any good? Because we can just keep promoting it and promoting it and promoting it. And maybe all we're doing is we're letting people know that eh, maybe I should go back to the drawing board. And we have to realize that in the same way that Marcus heard no, 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 that we might ask people, hey, is this hitting the mark? And they might say, uh, not really. And that's a little scary. It is, isn't it? To put all this work and have somebody go, meh. But the key to this is to take that information and come back with a new plan and a new strategy. If you want to, you don't have to. You can always tell people, hey, thanks for the feedback. Bug off. (laughs) But you might come up with a new strategy. You might come up with a new way of doing something that maybe somebody else isn't doing that's going to make you totally unique, totally stand out, and maybe that's what is missing. But you don't know unless you try. So don't give up. If things aren't going the way you want, see if there's another way to get to where you want to go. I would love to help you. If you're looking for a coach, simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. I've got multiple plans for multiple budgets and you can join the School of Podcasting. You can hire me for one-on-one consulting, whatever you need, schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. And maybe together we can put our heads together and find the best path to your podcast success. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, in the future, we've got Danny Pena and a bunch of gear reviews coming up. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. Follow me in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. In the minute those episodes are available, they'll be delivered to your advice. Your advice or your device, either one. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. Go over to Podcast Rodeo. That's the one I just promoted. Learn from Marcus Couch. And a little behind the scenes on that, that was not a planned interview. That was uh, the audio on that was from Marcus just using his laptop microphone. And I did my best to kind of uh, squeeze what I could out of that. I thought it sounded okay. Uh, Sure, there are things I could have done a little better. But in the end, I think the content was good enough on that. And I'm not putting that in there. Who cares? Who cares?